0: This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. The incidence of bacterial endocarditis has gone up like significantly in the last few years, and I attribute that a lot to our opioid epidemic and people using IV drugs. Uh, but there's also been a huge increase in people with implantable cardiac stuff like uh, pacemakers and. Uh, defibrillators and things like that that are getting uh, endocarditis that we used to not think about that much. We think it's a sterile procedure, nothing can go wrong. And some of these people are actually getting them years after they've been implanted. So they're not necessarily somebody that just got it a week ago. So just wanted to review some of the symptoms of this. So um, this is why I wanted you to come over here because I can't draw and nobody can see that (laughs) if they don't see it. So Um, This is an Osler node, and that's one of the things that can be a sign of uh, endocarditis. The thing that I think is hard with these is that um, how many people that are users are pickers at the same time, and that looks just like somebody picked it. So it can be really hard, but they usually have scattered ones. And the keys is that they're on their hands and feet. So most of the time, it's not like the, the face pickers and even higher up in the extremities. These are hands and feet typically, and they're painful. So they're not just uh, funny looking, they're, they're actually quite painful to the patient. Um, so these are Osler nodes. And then there's another one that are called Janeway lesions. Janeway lesions are not painful. You can get those on the palms and soles as well. And they look like little um, red macules. They're like little tiny uh, sub-Q hemorrhages, more or less. So they are not painful, whereas these are very painful. Uh, The other thing to think about is fever, although not everybody with endocarditis is going to have fever, especially maybe not when you see them. They may have had fever at home. Typically, the fever is when they're showering the bacteria. So if they're in between episodes where they're kind of releasing it, they may be afebrile. And some of their other presentations... You always listen for a murmur, but you may not hear it, especially in a busy ED. And sometimes you can't hear it even if you're really good and you're in a quiet room. Sometimes you just, they don't have one. Um, the other thing, they can present with flu-like symptoms, low-grade fever, these could be our SERS patients, and they can also just present with fatigue, and a lot of them are anemic. So um, the nonspecific presentations can be very tricky. Uh, They may or may not have an enlarged spleen. So that's something else on exam that you could look for besides this and besides a heart murmur. Um, And um, the other thing, this picture's not that good. They say it's on here, but I don't believe them. Um, Are splinter hemorrhages. So splinter hemorrhages are on the nail beds, and they just look like little lines of redness. And what those are, are basically little tiny septic thrombi. Um, And they can be hard to see, especially in in people with darker complexions. Uh, But in pale white people, you can see them pretty. Just keep those in mind, especially with our uh, IV drug users. We are on a quest to provide the world with free medical education. Please help us out by rating us on iTunes, following us on social media, and subscribing to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.